0: A Dad's Net original podcast. Hi, it's J.K. and Al here. So we've had some amazing guests on the podcast. So we thought you may have missed some of those guests. So how about we cut it all up and we take that little trip down memory lane? We cut out the best bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, just a couple of minutes out of the 20 for 30 minutes. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Let's welcome Russell on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Hi, Russell.
1: Hello, and we, oh, there's several things there we wouldn't tell our mum, which is geeky technical fact about how we're capturing this sound because it would send my mum into a coma, let alone sleep.
0: How do you not know that it would send my, my mum wild with craziness and sexiness and think that we were... Well, not me, obviously, because that would be weird, but would think yeah. you were an extremely sexy individual.
1: Well, it depends. I'm going on my survey. It depends how old your mum is, for a start. My mum's 60-odd, so uh, most mums over 60 normally. I, I can just about stay the right side of speaking violently if I try to teach my mum how to use any technology. But I then, have, I normally have to beat up a cushion afterwards. As close as she gets to the webcam, the clearer it is. So I have a lot of conversations with just an eye down a camera <laughs> hole.
0: Is it wrong that I don't know my mum's age? I actually genuinely yeah. don't know my mum's age.
1: That is Idiot. weird. You must I have don't. a ballpark. Well, you must know how old your mum was when she had you, and you can work back from there using maths.
0: Well, that's a little bit uh, controversial. I think I think she had me at, was it, was it 18? I th- I was, yeah, I think it was yeah. 17, 18, maybe about Quite that. Class,
1: yeah. yeah, like me. Yeah, so just add 18 onto your age, and there you yeah. go. We'll come yeah, back yeah. to that stuff later.
0: Leave Leave that with me. I'll, I'll come back to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm JK. That's Al over there, by the way, Russell. Hey, Al.
1: Hello, mate. You're all right. I thought what you said AI when I first logged in, I was like, "Oh, exciting! The revolution has begun." And then, <laughs> and then, and then I disappointed you with just my standard name. Yeah, but that would be good if that was the voice of Siri instead. Your, yours <laughs> Al. Hello, on your new Siri. If you do, do require anything? Give a bit of notice. <laughs>
0: Oh, so um. Well, it, uh, how 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 are you coping uh, in lockdown? It's a very weird situation to be in. The one thing is, we're all in it together—not just as a country, as a world. Um, how, how are you getting on with it? Well, this—we're all in it
1: together. Thing. I mean, we're, we're all suffering with the. Inconvenience on some level of this COVID nineteen, but to say we're all in it together is a different world. Particularly if you've got kids, if you've got a garden, Mm. to whether you live in a two bedroom flat. I'm not in anything with the the poor bastards in like a one bedroom flat with three kids. We are not in that with them together. Thank God, because I cannot imagine. Well, I can imagine what it's like because I live most of my life, but live with kids in a flat. Can you imagine? No outside. How are you supposed to social distance as you go down a tower block lift, for Christ's sake? Yeah. I, I like Boris's clarifications yesterday after he said, go to work in social distance if you have to use uh, public transport. How, when it's packed, just face away from each other. That was honestly the suggestion from our leader <laughs> that if you're too close to someone coughing out COVID juice, just face away. So, <laughs> I mean, you could imagine if you were a parent uh, living in a tower block trying to get down to your green space area, just all facing the walls, you go down like something <laughs> out of- Kafka novel I mean it's (laughs) hell on earth it's bad enough just having had children in the first place just realising the <laughs> catastrophic mistake you've made creating one, let alone if you're all packed in a box for nine weeks. So, so, so it's going well, is it, Russell? <laughs> <laughs> Like I can say I'm I'm lucky. I'm I might have started life as a grade A chav. In fact, I started I started about as low down the food chain as you can get. Me and my mum's died in a mother and baby shelter while my dad tried to get on the council flat list, and now I'm living in like a fucking five bedroom detached house with a garden. I've experienced every level you can experience in British society. So it's quite nice that if it does kick off, as it has about 100 times today, and it's 2 p.m. at the time of speaking to you guys, I there is a spare room I can go to. I can go to my bedroom, and you can hear the screams, but they're muffled. And that's handy. <laughs> and also yeah. in the garden, my I, I just happened to have this massive shed, which we've cleared out, bought a smaller shed, packed everything in, and turned that bigger shed into a gym, lined the floor with some reinforced wood. So... Even though I've got what you could call an office in the house, I've got a bedroom, I've even got my own bathroom. The only room that's really mine where someone's not going to burst in and go, Daddy, is the shed. That's it. That's all I've got, the shed in the garden. Roughly how many hours a day are you spending in the shed then? Well, I've, I've started a really, really intense workout program that needs <laughs> at least an hour's workout a day, and obviously it takes me 20 minutes to set the weights up, and then I've got to do my stretching sure. afterwards. Sure. So that's two hours of Netflix a day I'm getting away with in the shed, whilst mysteriously <laughs> not building any muscle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, surely it must get me a bit suspicious when you're like, you've gone you've you've come back up fatter than you've gone down yet. Yeah.
1: No, like a army with hair on. I can't get away <laughs> with taking food down this, I'm losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a c I've done a few, it's terrible, but I've done a few garden weeds as well because the problem <laughs> is if you can't I don't know how old everyone's children is, but I've got a four-year-old and once it sees you, it's like a chicken printing on the egg. It remembers the game <laughs> you didn't finish earlier. So the spell of she accepts daddy's in the gym because I've scared, like, if I don't do my exercise, I'll die. And uh, so, daddy, that, but if I was to break the gym and pop back in for a loo break, that could result in a daddy, daddy, and then the spell's broken. So I've, I have, I'll be on level with you. The garden has been watered a few times. <laughs>
0: Can we all have? Because I'm glad that you've you've said that. Because I would like to also admit this is uh, this is uh, what is this wild wee anonymous. Um, yeah. where I've um I actually have. So I'm in my shed uh, where I do all of this sort of stuff. My other shed next to it, which is like a very tiny shed, has got the beer stash in. So it's got a um it's got a fridge freezer in there. And you know when you sort of go to that shed, come back in, have a few beers, and then you think, okay, it's only I mean it is probably seven eight steps to my to my kitchen, which has got a toilet. But yeah. I just, I literally just go around the corner. There's a bush here, which is overgrown. And I go behind that so the neighbors can't see me and my wife can't see me. And that's where I'll pee if I need to. Well,
1: that's just based on what? Just pure can't be asked to go to the toilet or just the, or just the Neanderthal pleasure of weeing into a bush?
0: Bit of both. I'm 45 no, now. Fine. So no, a I'm 45 of- with both of those. But
1: I mean, mine, mine is just pure cowardice. It's worse. Uh, it's got like an Airbnb that it, down in London that if I'm based, I remember traveling and stuff like that. But if I'm doing like a TV project that's lasting seven or 10 days, we'll all go down to London together. But the bedroom in the in the Airbnb thing, I have to come out the bedroom to use the downstairs bathroom, which means as soon as I do that, my daughter knows I'm awake, and there's there's a period between sort of when I like to get up, ten a.m. and eight a.m. where she's up. Now, what do you do if you need a wee between eight and ten? And because the once it knows I'm awake, it's game over. So I will once admit I am pissing in bottles in my bedroom in London rather than let that thing know I'm awake. I'll admit it. And I know I'm not the only one. Because it's like one creak on the landing. It's like something out of a zombie horror movie like Walking Dead, one one click and the zombie heads are like, attack. <laughs>
0: You've resorted to what my gran used to do when I used to stay over at my grandparents. She just had a bucket under the bed and just used to squat and piss in that.
1: I mean, it's uh, listen, once it starts, you can't, I feel awful breaking a game because she's only four and she's not past the meltdown tantrum stage yet. But if I can get away with just getting everything done, I mean, it's not like half the time I'm not in here being selfish. I'm making podcasts last night. I was, I did, I did Channel 4 last night and I still couldn't get through it without having to do stop halfway through. Sky News the other day, uh, a cat jumped onto my keyboard, looked down the camera, and then my daughter crawled past naked in the background thinking she was out of shot, but with like a, a naked child's ass pointing in the air. I mean, it couldn't have gone worse.
0: a Dad's Net original podcast.